Barista 27 are our sponsors at the moment, and it's got me thinking, why 27? Just seems strange. Well, I'm glad you asked, Sean, because I've, I've done some research into this, and there are only a few answers that make sense. Mm, I'm listening. Well, I can only assume that the owner is a huge Mikhail Tavares fan, Sydney FC's famous number 27. So you're suggesting this is former guest and sometimes Capo Addison's business. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Or, okay, or they could be a massive Super David Carney fan. 27 goals for Sydney FC. No, no, I, I think Dave prefers a beer as, as his weapon of choice these days. All right, okay. If you're not going to settle for any of those, I've got it. 27 appearances, Kofi Danning. They love Kofi Danning. I mean, who doesn't love Kofi? Who doesn't even love coffee? Get on to barista27.com.au or via the Instagram barista27coffee and get your discount coffee now. Any 500-gram bag using the code CLANK20, that's C-L-A-N-K, CLANK20 will get you 20% off. Hello and welcome to Sky Blue Stories with your hosts, Jonathan Finger and Sean Maloney, taking you through everything Sky Blue for the last couple of weeks. As the season launch gets closer and closer, we've got jersey launches, we've got soccer, Socceroos goals, we've got Matilda's debuts and a whole lot more to talk through. Sean, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me tonight. How are you, my friend? I'm very well. I'm very well. And um, I've said this before, there's never a dull week uh, when you're a Sydney FC supporter and we haven't even kicked a ball yet and there's a shit ton that's happening. There, there is a shit ton. Before we start uh, swearing too much, uh, thanks once again to our, our lovely sponsor, Barista27. Um, hopefully, I know for a fact, actually, that quite a few listeners have have reached out and, and made some purchases and, and gotten some delicious Barista 27 coffee. Sean, have you have you gotten around to it yet? Not yet, but I know he's got his pods. Um, yes. And I, not long ago, was given a Nespresso pod machine thingamabob. So nice. I'll be thinking of hitting that up. And now our dear friend Andrew has hit up the coffee. Yes. And um, our also good friend, good friend of the pod, Alex Bamyohan as well. Oh, yeah, well, that's that's right. So those reusable pods um, that you're talking about, Sean. So everything everything Barista Twenty Seven do is environmentally focused, and um, the the fact that they're doing reusable pods is is a big thing. And yeah, you're right, Sean. Uh, former guest Alex uh, Barmyohan has has popped that up on his on his story. So hopefully he's enjoying uh, some nice brew there. Mm. All right, so let's get into around the grounds, Mister Finger. Yeah, uh, kick it off and. Uh, Congratulations, Ryan Grant Baggin, his first ever goal, his uh, maiden goal. He's popped his Socceroos goal-scoring cherry. Um, and at the time, uh, we were absolutely destroying, or not destroying Vietnam, but we, you know, the, the way the possession, possession was all our way. Um, and at the time, we didn't realise it ended up being the decisive goal, but after 90 minutes, he scored us the match. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It was um, it was a it was a pretty steamy old night, I believe, in, mm. in Vietnam, and um, the pitch wasn't uh, very up questionable to the, up to the standards. I, I, that, I um... played on better in my association. <laughs> they, they should have played on synthetic, Sean. They should have played. Yeah. But, he, um, but he's made that run before. Like I know it's a bit of a off the cup cross back into yeah. the box, but that kind of overarching, overlapping run in behind his opposite number. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Frustic with the ball in was was beautiful and interesting. He got talked up quite a lot before the game and then he came up with a lovely assist. So great stuff from Buster. He had a good game against China as well. Um, it, there was some... He's got he's got a bit of competition for his spot at the moment. So mm. um, it, it, I'm, I'm sure he's one of Arnie's favourites though and, and, and like Sydney FC, I think he's one of the first names on the sheet, Sean. Yeah, but then I got an absolute scare and the club mm. must be reprimanded for this unless somebody's taking the piss. I, I'm, I'm going out for my, you know, hourly walk at the time and um, I get the text, oh, sorry, the email come through to my inbox saying, you know, Grant has revealed his next move and I thought, oh, my God, he's, he's you know, unfortunately taken that plunge, you know, in the somewhat twilight of his career 
heading overseas for a year or two, whatever it might be. Not that we'd begrudge the bloke because he's given us mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. I would be devastated if he's left. And then it was like you, you, you clicked in, you read in further into the email, and it says, oh, no, he's just going off to train with um, – who is he going to train, you know? Uh, Hibernian, I think. Yes. Yeah, uh, and, until, you know, because of quarantine and so he doesn't have to quarantine here or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> bit of a sigh of relief. I, yeah. Bit of a sigh of relief. It got, it, got, it got a lot of people, Sean. It wasn't just you, mate, so don't, oh, don't, worry. don't, don't worry too much. Um, but speaking of Socceroos, congrats to Remy. I'm not surprised that she finally got a Matilda's call-up. I think it's been beckoning a little bit in the last season. Mm. Yeah, fantastic for, for Remy. And um, like you said, if not Golden Boot, she's been, you know, equal or, or one or two goals behind um, the last couple of W League seasons and made her way over there. First time to Europe, she said. Mm-hmm. And um, it looks like she's going to be spending a little bit of time over there, Sean. How do you pronounce um, that? Uh, Claire Williams. I think it's Hjording. Okay. Good. Yeah. Danish, is that right? Denmark? I think so. It's European. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so she'll be training with them. Um, hopefully, she doesn't put too much effort in at, at training. Like you know, we don't want them getting any ideas, Sean. Yeah, and speaking of of people going overseas or certainly heading back to our shores, num not number nine, not number ninety nine, <laughs> but number fourteen. <laughs> He's back in the country. He is back in the country. The great man. So great if, we, man. if you don't know anyone. Uh, He's taken on the uh, the fourteen jersey this season. Adam Lafondra, um, yeah, apparently reached out to to Broski and and said, "Hey, mate, what do you think?" And um, yeah, I'm not sure if the word is 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 that Broski obliged, but um, you know, he obviously gave his blessing. And yeah, it's 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 interesting, Sean. Like you and I were talking about the kits um, uh, last night and, and and getting player names on the backs and and things like that. And I don't know, I feel. I, if I, if I wanted a Lafondra 14, it's a bit it's a bit funny. It feels a bit strange, doesn't it? You change it to 41 or something, or just yeah. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with you, you know. With Bobo's nine, so it might be weird, but um, yeah. We should have um we should have asked our guests what the etiquette is on on that. Mm. Uh, I'm sure Mary would have an opinion. They, oh, I'm sure they they both but they both have some very good opinions yeah. actually, and and that's um Julian Baumbach and Mariam Chiquet who are coming up. Uh, very shortly to help us uh, help us review the Sydney FC jerseys. But he's he's found himself in quarantine, something that he's very used to with the family, and um, judging by his socials, he's getting stuck into a bit of PS Five against uh, <laughs> his German counterpart, Two uh, K <laughs> NBA, whatever it is, yeah, NBA yeah. or whatever it is, um, and he's not too happy about his FIFA rating. Was another thing. I think he's uh, needs to maybe, like he said, implied to get off the golf course and onto the training pitch a bit more. <laughs> I think so. I think I think there's a couple of players that might be dirty about their FIFA rating, Sean, yeah. but we'll, we'll get into that a bit later on. And look, the other thing I want to mention just here on the run sheet was um, it got, you know, Luka Vanovic, he had his uh, Brisbane debut in the FFA Cup game mm. last week. Uh, was it a 3-0 win, I believe? And he scored, or he, he scored a goal. And then uh, up on the Sydney FC supporters page, it was mm. put that, look, there, there. I'll paraphrase, but there goes another Sydney FC player who goes to another club and debuts and ends up playing better and, and going on um, than what he had at his uh, time at Sydney FC. I don't believe that we'll see, and I wish Luke all the best, don't get me wrong. Good luck to him, yeah. But I don't believe this is going to be Tilio 2.0. Uh well, yeah, yeah. That's a bit if Tilo could be, could be sure. If Tilio finds any time on the pitch this season, well, they, they look stacked this season. Don't they, they certainly do. They certainly do. But yeah, I, I, I agree. Look, good on, good on Luke Ivanovic. He scored an unmarked header at the back post from two yards out against an um, NFL team, and and celebrated like. Celebrated like Cahill at Kaiserslautern. Um, but, yeah, no, look, it's always good to get on the score sheet, especially early and especially in your debut. It doesn't matter who it's against, I suppose, Sean. But, yeah, I think that's probably a bit of an overreaction from uh, from that individual. Yeah. Um, moving on, though, from that individual, look, we're going to talk at length about our Sydney FC kit. And, uh, by gosh, uh, very much anticipated 
And it's great to see that the club is, unlike the other clubs too in the A-League, now that they can take charge of their own um, marketing and the like. Um, mm-hmm. Like we see across the world with EPL and Serie A and La Liga, how they really, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like create that theatre and drama around mm-hmm. a kit reveal. It's great to see the club do that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And there was a bit of a sneaky peek, uh, Sean, if you're around the ground section, that um, I think A-League Couch critics thought that uh, Benny Walland might have accidentally uh, unleashed the the kit uh, a bit prior, a few days prior to when they wanted to. But um, in the end, that was the training kit and, and FIFA, uh, FIFA actually uh, released the kit uh, prior to when the club wanted to in the end yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, and we also have a to finish off our around the grounds, Great initiative by the club, and I'm sure this will continue because it's gotten quite a, a rave review and impressions from all the members with that new platform in order to customise their own membership kit. I know, Jonathan, you've done this already. Yeah, selected all the items, and I think we touched, we might have touched on it previously in a pod, but, um, yeah, it, it's very innovative and, and, and great to see, and I think the Sydney, Sydney FC membership team over the years have have proven that, um, you know, they're a bit ahead of the game. And, yeah, it's great to be able to make those choices. And, and I'm sure over the years, like you said, Sean, um, you know, there'll be different options for people. Like I was a bit filthy that there was no scarf option and um, cup, very family-friendly sort of options, I guess, on there. But then, you know, what do you – I don't know what we want in there. When what was it $70 worth or something like that, was it? Yeah, I think it depended on your, on your membership tier. Yeah. Um, and and got you got your credit to uh, towards purchasing your own items. So there's always something in the members kit you don't want, and so this way you can exclude that and, and spend it on something else. Or, you know, if there's you know two members in your family, you could always get two mugs, um, yeah. that sort of thing. So yeah, great innovation, and and again, good to see uh, good to see the club ahead of the market. Mm. Um, moving on now, we've got some. I thought we were done and dusted, but apparently not. We've got even more transfer in and out signing departure news to, to go over in terms of the W League. And now that yeah. the, I can reveal and we know if you watch things on Twitter and the like that the club is now, well, that the squad for the W League is now done and dusted, finalised, locked in. Uh, the final two pieces of the puzzle was Ellie Brush and Katie Offer, the goalkeeper, re-signed. Our squad is done. It is done. Both clubs are done uh, is the word out of the club. Um, so A-League and W-League clubs complete. Um, fantastic to see Ellie Brush back, Sean. Uh, I was really excited about this one. Um, we feared the worst last year with that injury um, that she got pretty early in the season. Um, and it looks like she'll still be out for a little while, um, unfortunately. But uh, fantastic to have. And, and you and I, when, we, you know, when we've dissected the squad over the last few podcasts, we've always said, oh, we're sort of a little bit thin in that centre of defence. Um, when she comes back, if, if it's Ellie and, and Natasha Pryor or Nat Tobin or, you know, um, Charlotte McLean even popping up in the centre there. Um, yeah, so so really good depth and, and experience, and and that's something that um, something that this young W League squad's going to need absolutely. And 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 a welcome back to uh, to Katie Offer, yet to yet to debut for the club, but um, waiting in the wings, um, probably in my opinion, if in case Yada gets a um, Matilda's call up. Yeah, so and look, she she might have more opportunities to get that start with the. Wellington Phoenix W League team in so a couple of more games this season, so you never know. Fantastic um, news, yeah. On a side note, mm. yeah, fantastic now, news. Of the list of names, Jonathan, mm. which player? I'll allow two if you really want to push. It, but <laughs> honorable mention. Are you most excited about? Honorable mentions. Most excited about. Um, I think it has to be Maria Jose Rojas. Um, Corte yeah. Rojas. Um, which which was revealed a couple of weeks ago. Like I said, Sean, um, just a genuine genuine star, uh, and and someone that I think is really going to play a pivotal role at, at the top of either at the top of the diamond or or playing playing wide and cutting in. Um, again, like I said, I think I said this last pod, but do yourself a favor and um, jump on YouTube and, and put Maria's name in there, uh, and and she will. Um, 
she'll she'll impress uh, impress the socks off you from from what you see. So excited to um, excited to see see Cote Rojas, uh, Sean. But but also excited. I guess the other one that I would chuck in there is probably probably Courtney Vine again. Um, yeah, man. I was going to pick her. Yeah, well, you you go. Man. Yeah, I was going to pick Courtney. Um, she had a great debut season for the club last year. Um, almost made it to the end of the season, albeit until the end. She got that knee injury. It was an MCL. So I'm excited to see Courtney come back 2.0, uh, ready and firing. Yeah, and maybe yeah, even Paige Satchel if I had to pick a number two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's always nice to see a, a new player in Sky Blue as well, and um, yeah, we'll see what. See what she can add. Um, with with the closing of the W League squad, Sean, we sort of realised some unfortunate news, and the club went out of their way to announce it. Um, I don't think it's officially been announced where she's off to, but um, longtime servant of the club, uh, Lizzie Ralston, uh, who's a dual dual appearance on Sky Blue Stories, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Sean. Oh, yeah, with um, a festival of football and then the as well, yeah. W League, yeah. So Lizzie, a uh, friend of the pod, um, looks like she's off to the Western Sydney Wanderers, uh, unconfirmed, I believe, but um, she's, uh, yeah, a bit of a change of scenery for her and, and like I said, I think nine years at the club, uh, one of the all-time um, highest appearance uh, makers, so... Hopefully, hopefully, Lizzie is, is back in Sky Blue one day, but um, we, we do wish her all the very best for her move. Yeah, good luck to Lizzie. It's a shame to see her in different colours, but, um, you know, she's been a great servant of the club. Yeah, absolutely. And, look, I think with the way that COVID is at the moment, we'll forgive her a little bit for going to the, the Westies because it might be a bit hard to get to another club at the moment, I reckon. Yeah. Um, another question for you, Jonathan, with this W League squad of ours. Yep. Um, we've talked about most excited. Which player do you think would be the most important to us now that T is gone or having a little hiatus? Most, most important. Most important. Um, it's probably it's it's probably her heir apparent in, in Natalie Tobin. Mm. Sure. Um, I think when Nat's Nat's in the team, it's just uh, despite her being you know very young herself. Uh, I just think we're a bit. She adds a bit more maturity there, and a bit more calmness, and both calmness on the ball, but also in, in positioning and and through our play and build up. Um, something that Teresa is 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 exceptionally well known for is is controlling the tempo, uh, and I think Nat's got that in her as well. And um, you know, like we said, hopefully, hopefully signings like um, like uh, Ellie Brush, you know, mean that mean that. Nat spends a bit more time up in the midfield, which I believe is her preferred sort of yeah. um, preferred sort of angle. So, yeah, I, I think I think Nat's role is going to be absolutely uh, pivotal, and and um, again, sliding doors moments mean that we get to see her run around again for us, and um, you know, not over in in purple in the West. Mm. For me, I'd say most important. If I'm not going to pick a Nat Tobin, I'd say uh, Mackenzie Hawksby. Or mm-hmm. um, maybe a, I was thinking maybe Tash Pryor because we saw yeah. a her late last year when she came along. So um, I think, you know, a strong centre-back commanding and, and showing that leadership, not necessarily with the captain's armband on. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting for the fans of the W League and for those listeners that watch quite a bit of it. For me, it's going to be really interesting, Sean, to see how, how our build-up play differs through midfield without Teresa there because um, you know she's she's played nearly every single game um, for the club you know in the last um, the last 11 years or so so you know um, it, it'll be very interesting to see if Ante changes things if he if he mixes the tempo up if he's using different avenues or if it's sort of the whole you know Arnie ball to Corica ball you know not much change same sort of tactics um, you know, you, I suppose you can't completely change tactics for one player, but when that one player is Teresa Polias, maybe maybe we might see something a little bit different. Yeah. So, what do you reckon our starting eleven will be? Oh goodness me! Now you. Oh, now you everyone's now fit. Everyone's fit. <sighs> um. Well, Jada Wyman in goals. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Obviously. Um, I'd say um, I think Charlotte McLean retains her spot on the right-hand side wing back. Um, or, was she, or, or do I put her on the left? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, 
In the centre, obviously, Ellie Brush and Natasha Pryor would be my two choices for those, Sean. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about you. Um, and then left back, well, again, you've sort of got a bit of a choice um, between Angelique and it depends if depends if um, Charlotte is, is deployed on the left or the right. Um, but I, I feel like they'll be our, our you know, um, fight, they'll be fighting out for one position and Ali Green will be obviously on the left. So, yeah, so, so that was a bit confusing. But Ali Green, Tash Pryor, uh, Ellie Brush, and I'll say Charlotte McLean again. I think she did enough to maintain that spot. What about in the midfield, Sean? Well, I think you'll find them, uh, uh, Tash, what am I saying, Nat Tobin, sorry, as the holding midfielder. Then Mackenzie, of course. And then I think you'll find our, our Chilean maestro mm-hmm. playing like a number 10 kind of role, sitting in behind. Okay, yep. Yeah, that's what I Behind think. a front three of what, Beanie, Vine and Seamson? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty strong team. Yeah, very. Um, it's a pretty strong team. So, <clears throat> excuse me. And then we've still, got the, we've still got a bit of depth on the bench there in, in Taylor Ray, Kate Satchel. Uh, and some others, Rachel, Rachel Lowe, Lowe yeah. game time. So it's it's shaping up to be a pretty good season there, I reckon. Mm, very strong, good depth in the team. So thanks for thanks for putting me on the spot with a starting eleven. Oh, it was on the run sheet, champ, mate. <laughs> There's a run sheet. <laughs> yeah, thanks, James. Miss you, James. Yeah. <laughs> Come back soon. All uh, right, now, Mister, this is your bread and butter. You love all. Oh. Things. I don't know what you APL news now. Um, league news. League news. Now, there's going to be more APL news to come in the coming week or so. Mm, big mm. announcements to come, but already we've had that you love a CBA, a collective bargaining love, agreement. Love Commonwealth Bank. Yeah. Love Australia. So, yeah. Uh, the Professional Footballers Australia, the APL announced groundbreaking CBA to drive our professional leagues, a five year CBA. Sets a foundation required to relaunch your professional leagues, providing flexibility to continue to enhance the CBA through annual review, W League and midterm review for the A League following the 2023-24 season. So mm. part of that bargaining, we've got a five-year agreement aligned with the Viacom CBS Australia, which, of course, is our paramount. New Zealand broadcast with the APL. We've got new minimum workspace and performance standards, which I have no idea what that means. Jonathan it's no I, I think it's about facilities and um, uh, and training facilities and and the level of, of which people are operating in okay so, so it could you could you could find for example it's things like um, uh, female change rooms at, at the training ground which okay. you know unfortunately some clubs didn't didn't have in the past and uh, would that have anything to do with finally announcement of Western United saying that's first finally going to stick a shovel in the ground? And <laughs> like, that's like what I'm saying is that like every club needs to have a, a proper permanent home ground. I, I think so, or at least, you know, plans to do so and, and things like that. Basically for player welfare, we're okay. what it's be about. Yeah. Okay. So more than just making sure there's international roast in the, in the, in the staff room. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Barista Twenty Seven should be in each Sorry, each staff room. Actually, yeah. Uh, player payments and exemptions, and a mini increase in the A League salary cap floor. Yep. So you know we've got a squad of what twenty four, maybe thirty players in the team. Mm-hmm. So even those players on the how do I say it on the other end of the spectrum of the younger team, younger end or the yeah. younger end, yeah, the younger end. Are, are, I'm going to have their salaries increase, so there's a bare minimum there. Yeah, and um, interesting in that point, Sean. Um, interesting in that point, they've said incremental increases. Is that a? I was going to say, is that a a, a double double mean? But it's not. Um, incremental increases. Increment, I get what you mean. Yes, in the salary cap over the first three years, um, ahead of a midterm review. So that's so that's pretty interesting. So um, obviously they you know they haven't finalized the details but they're going to review it after uh, after three years so that's that's something it's something a bit innovative as well and um probably helped get the deal through to be honest uh because you know three years is a very long time in in football let alone the world at the moment so mm. and the last bit there is guaranteed player development funding so player welfare so there's a lot of big move in recent years for mental health 
development programs and support the PFA past players program, which I believe is that saying like life after football, when you retire, when, you know, God forbid there's, a, you know, career ending injury help set up some pathways for. Yeah. So both whilst they're playing and, and afterwards, mm. yeah. About yeah. Further education, Sean, um, and, and, and reskilling and that sort of thing. So yeah. Yeah. That's, um, it's good to see. It's great. Again, it's something that, I think the I think the CBA sort of um, it it slid under the radar a little bit this time, Sean. Um, there wasn't much noise about it. Remember, uh, remember when we talked? Yeah, I remember when we talked to Bo Bush a little while ago. You know, it was a it was a very very hot topic, and everyone had an opinion on it. But yeah, this one's sort of come out, and and the APL's done a, done a very good job of of keeping that. So. Mm. All right, so that's about it. But there will there'll be more news about the P at the. Um, APL to come in the coming week or so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Sean, monumental, uh, monumental news this week. Not only did, uh, not only were they responsible for leaking several A-League club kits, including Sydney FC, but um, uh, the Sydney FC FIFA ratings are out. Now, I, I know you're a regular, uh, regular purchaser of, of, of the FIFA games. Uh, mm. You're an Xbox man. You're an Xbox man. Um, what did we think of the Sydney FC player ratings? Oh, look, I think they were, you know, it's, it's, it's not like it's, it's funny when you get the, P, the FIFA ratings from other clubs around the world and whatnot, and they're all up in the 80s and 90s and 92, 93, like, Ronaldo and Messi. So mm-hmm. but we had some couple of notable mentions with Ninko being our highest rated player, mm-hmm. uh, along with the likes of Wilco, Wilco and Grant as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trent being the fastest in the game, or at least one of the fastest in the game. Fortunately, you know, and our old mate Matt Simon got one of the most physical players. In the game. <laughs> Not course. surprising to see at all. Um, um, Alpha was disappointed. Sorry? Alfie was disappointed. I think he got like... Alfie, yeah. I think he wanted his pace to be a bit more, which is probably fair. Um, Probably fair. Uh, Yeah, I I, I agree. I agree, Sean. Um, But I think think Joel King was a bit stiff. Uh, I think he ended up with 65. I think Ben Warland was very stiff to be considered, you know, um, down down that end. And um, poor old Callum Newenhoff, although obviously FIFA ratings aren't done on potential. but he, he, he's uh, he slipped into the high fifties. But um, mm. you know that might be that might be a good thing. Good thing for us, him flying under the radar. I reckon. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see him back on the field. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think that's about it, Mister Finger. Very good. Very good. Stick around. Um, stick around now for for our, uh, I guess, segment. Sean, segment on on the on the kid release segment. Struggling to find the words there, but um, if you're sick of listening to, to Sean and I, at least you'll have two lovely new voices to, to listen to. And that's, as we said earlier, um, Julian Baumbach and uh, Mariam Chiquet, uh, who were very, very kind uh, and gave us a bit of their time earlier this evening. And we dissected all three uh, kits under violet thunderstorm skies, Sean. And um, enjoy enjoy this chat. And uh, I reckon we might even be back next week with a pod. If not, we'll be back the one after. Thanks always to um, Barista27 for, for holding up uh, a wonderful product and helping uh, support the podcast. Tonight on Sky Blue Stories, we're joined by the very, very wonderful Jul- Julian Baumbach and Mariam Chiquet to talk about the latest Under Armour kit release, uh, and it's uh, it's overwhelmingly positive feedback, I think, for most of the kits. And uh, when when Sydney FC hasn't had anything to talk about on the kit front for a number of years, uh, it's I think the excitement has been amplified. So, Julian and Mariam, thanks so much for joining us on Sky Blue Stories tonight. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for having us tonight, guys. Really appreciate it. Now, you guys, uh, we've dubbed you, we've dubbed you the king and queen of, of Sydney <laughs> jerseys. I hope, uh, I hope you didn't cop too much stick about that. Um, but just, just to you know, uh, for, for our listeners' sake, uh, Jules, I'll come to you first. Give us, give us a number. I know you did, you did a segment for the club probably about twelve months ago, saying you had thirty plus. Have you got a, have you got an exact number? Yes, yeah, so actually. In preparation for this uh, this discussion, I had a bit of a count back, um, and I've got thirty five at this stage. Very uh, nice. 
So yeah, a lot of them are home kits. So I've got every home kit that we've ever had since pre-season 05. Anything uh, framed, Jules? You know, frame signed. Oh yeah, that's that's not including the frame jerseys as well. Oh. So if there's a, there's a three of those from the the official ones that get released when we win a grand final. Oh. So that's hurt the bank account and us being so successful. <laughs> Very good. And, and Mariam, how about yourself? Do you have a number for uh, us? No, I actually don't. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I'd say probably 25, 25-ish. Okay. Nice. Yeah, probably. Very good. Yeah. So I think, Sean, I think that's fair enough. The king and queen, what do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yay. I think so. I think you've earned your titles. I mean, you've earned your title. Um, now, and Mariam, second time on Sky Blue Story. So thanks for coming yeah. back. You must have liked the first time. Yeah, I had I had a lot of fun on the first um, pod. <laughs> it was like to do the co-hosting thing with you guys was, um, yeah, was awesome. And obviously I had no expectations coming in. Um, and I was like super excited and super happy um, to be on. So, yeah, it was a bunch of fun. So I know this is going to be a laugh too. So, yeah, Welcome thanks. back. Welcome back. And Jules, your debut appearance, my friend. So tell us, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, we know that you've sort of, you had a little bit of a role with the club at one point. You're doing some writing for them at some stage. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So um, more or less, I was uh, decided to study um, uh, communications. And part of that was uh, one of my majors was journalism. Um, I actually applied for um, a membership intern role. Um, just to get my foot in in the door at the club, and uh, Shane, who's uh, in the membership department, actually passed on my details to to Dave Warriner. Um, and lucky enough, they're actually looking for an intern themselves. Um, so yeah, it sort of just fell into my lap, and um, yeah, I've uh, been doing that for the best part of this was my fifth season, sort of involved with the club um, in some capacity. So it's really good. Um, not sure if I'll continue on with it next year, uh, just because there's a lot going on. But no, it was it's been a great experience, that's for sure. Fantastic. And what's your what's your day job, Jules? So day job, I uh, work in insurance. Um, so for for Allianz. So um, oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Stadium rights, jeez, I tell you. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Hoping for those corporate tickets, mate. Fantastic. And and on a personal front, mate, we know um, we know from your socials that you've you've gone through a fair bit yourself in the last. Um, your last six months, how how's the recovery coming along after a um, a very selfless act that you took part in? Yeah, mate, uh, really well. So yeah, I donated my kidney to um, my mother-in-law who's who was uh, in need. Uh, so yeah, it's just it's um, it's crazy the way uh, things sort of pan out. Um, both of her daughters obviously went to get tested to see if they were matches, and the antibodies were were too high in their in their blood cells to to be able to be a suitable donor just would have rejected the kidney um so i put my hand up to get tested and um yeah lo and behold i was matched my antibodies were still there but at a much lower and manageable uh, rate to with anti-rejection drugs so um yeah it's just a, it's a pretty awesome thing to be able to do for for someone no anybody uh, but to be able to do that for somebody that you love is is just that i guess a little bit extra special and yeah, both of our recoveries are going fantastic, especially hers. I'm just so pleased that everything went like way better than what we could have hoped for at the start. You've set the bar very high for all son-in-laws. <laughs> yeah, I hope the Christmas present's pretty good. I'm hoping yeah, it'll be top of the Christmas list this year. Very good. Maybe, maybe yeah. something violet, hopefully. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. And Mariam, that's a very hard act to follow. So I apologise about this, but what have, um, what have you, you been up to since we last caught up? What have oh, you been up to I, in the I, last what, nine months? What am I supposed to say, guys? Like, just end it right now. Like, I'm like, thanks, thanks guys, for having me on. You've been vaccinating the nation. You've been vaccinating the nation. You've yeah, been I have. That's it. I have. But nothing, nothing is like as amazing and incredible and selfless as what Jules um, just explained to you guys. But yeah, um, yeah, vaccinating patients. Yeah, tons of people got back-to-back vaccinations tomorrow. We're doing AstraZeneca. If you guys want your vaccine, if you're not already vaccinated. I've done but I think all of you guys are. Nice. I'm wearing the bum, which was really strange. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I so, think you um, need to see so another yeah. doctor, mate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's a proctologist, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, no, that's uh, – and, and, again, that is um, – whilst it's your day job, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a great thing that you're doing, uh, Mariam. Thank so thanks you. for yeah. thanks for jabbing jabbing the nation, so to speak. And, um, Thank you. 
Yeah. So let, hey, let's um, let's get on to the reason that we're all here and that you, you lovely people are here. Let's um, let's talk about let's talk about the Sydney FC Under Armour uh, selection that they've released. Three kits, uh, no less. Um, just before we talk about them individually, just wanted to get your your overall thoughts on on the release and, and I guess the general feeling that you've got. Why, why don't we start with you, Mara? Um, yeah, so I was obviously really super excited to see a lot of the A-League clubs start to release their kits. Um, obviously, I can be a little bit impatient, um, you know, always waiting for Sydney FC. Come on, guys, we want to release the kits. We want to <laughs> see them. So um, I was like extremely, I would say, um, excited. Um, once I first saw them. So once I first uh, got that look, especially the home kit, um, I know that um, a lot of people have um, sort of mixed feelings about how simple it is, um, but I actually really do prefer a simple, clean um, home kit. So that one for me was a standout. I nice. really, really like it. So very good. yeah, and yeah, very Jules, initial Initial thoughts, Jules? Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I'll echo the thoughts, um, Miriam, that, uh, yeah, very impatient. And uh, when you see everybody else's kits being released and, and some of them are really good, to be honest, quite nice. Um, then you start to think, oh, God, are we going to make that uh, that FIFA that FIFA sort of deadline where everything basically gets leaked? So, um, but, yeah, yesterday, uh, I guess, was, was, was good um, in terms of, you know, we've been waiting a, uh, quite a while for some new kits, I think. So it's like... Uh, that aspect of it, uh, I'm, I think for the most part, the, they've nailed it. Uh, the home kit at first, I was a bit iffy on, but I've woken up today and I must have just had a bad day yesterday. Um, <laughs> so I've actually woken up and said, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, the away kit, uh, so I don't know what's going on with the sleeves. Um, yeah, not too sure about that. Well, Looks like we're wearing an undershirt. We'll come, yeah. We'll we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that in a moment. Now, Sean, um, hope I'm not revealing too much about your personal life here, Sean. But um, you you are colour deficient. You, yeah, colour blind. It's a disability that I have to live with each and every day. So my, so my dreams of being a bomb technician were were dashed. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oh gosh! Yeah. Not the right, not the right color wire. But you're, um, mate, you, you and I were talking last night as as the kits were coming out, and um, you were pretty excited about what you, well, what I think what a few of us thought was a bit of a black sort of a black kit. Yeah, I was hoping there was harping back to the Adidas black jersey, which I think was my first ever Sydney FC jersey I bought um, with that kind of faded stripe, horizontal stripe across the front. Um, so I was hoping for black, and then I thought, oh, maybe it'll end up being navy. So we'll, we'll deep dive into the kits, but I was very happy with the colour. I'm um, already trying to ask what it kind of colour coordinates with, whether it be black jeans or blue jeans, you know. So, Grey. But I Grey. thought that the launch, obviously Grey. they can do a launch like they did a couple of years ago with the, you know, what are they doing? Jamie had just posted some photos recently about it. Obviously they can't do that with COVID, but I really like the launch video. Nice, simple, sleek, professional. And yes. I, I did see somebody on Twitter bag out a few of the other clubs launch videos because they were saying like all the other launch videos of the clubs were had all these crazy angles <laughs> high angles low angles and all the like, people in forests i've seen recently with the adelaide <laughs> <laughs> but what they actually failed to do was just just show us the kit like yeah. get rid of all these fancy for cinematography stuff and just show us the kit from top to toe so yeah it was they hit the nail on the head when it came to the launch video stuff Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. Now let's, let's get into it. Let's I'm, I'm excited to hear, I'm, I'm excited to hear both of your thoughts on, on the kits in a bit more detail. So what I'll do, I'm just going to read out the, the descriptive uh, text that the club has put up to accompany the launch. And then um, Marion, we might come to you for the home kit, if that's all right. So let yeah. me, let me read that out. So They've said our new Classico home under, uh, under Armour jersey reveals a traditional clean all sky blue look, taking inspiration from the skies above the Harbour City we represent. There's a raised 3D Sydney FC badge and new back of neck logo with the club's iconic We Are Sydney slogan. Marion, what do we think of our 2021-22 home kit? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I can't wait to receive it. I've pre-ordered all three already with Ninkovic oh printing. I went nuts last night. I was just like... I nice. was saving my money for this day. So, <laughs> um, 
So um, yeah, no, I love I love the home kit. Um, I'm curious to see that we are Sydney print because I didn't feel like any of the official um, photography that we saw that was uploaded by the club really showed that. Mm, and mm. I can't really distinctly remember seeing that in any of the um, photography. Um, and additionally, I, I'm curious about that 3D raised um, badge. So I want to see what that feels like on, um, what it looks like on. Um, yeah, so it's really cool. And I like as well that if you go sort of towards the bottom of the shirt, they've got that faded um, triangle print. I think that they've like taken that throughout all three of them. Yep. Um, and I, I do believe that's in reference to the Opera House. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Something most, like that. So I love to see that fading colour, though. Like yeah. Too. Yeah, it's nice. So I like that mm. they've just added that little twist rather than it just being plain sky blue. Um, you know, obviously Melbourne City love to copy everything that we do. So um, it's <laughs> nice to have something. Yeah, it's nice <laughs> to have something a little bit different. Um, yeah, so I love it. I love the home Wonderful. kit. Yeah. And, mm. and really Jules, there was um, the, that feature that Marion was talking about with the We Are Sydney. They, they've done something a little bit different, which I'm not sure if it's landed too well with me, but on the back they've, they've not only got the Sydney Harbour Bridge or the Opera House previously, but they've got both. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen the imagery. Of yeah, that. I have. Thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah, it's an it's an interesting one. Like, it, I mean, I actually I don't mind it. It's I think they're trying to incorporate as much as they can of the Harbour City, right? So it I get it from that perspective. I don't think it looks too messy, to be honest. Um, and sort of, I guess if you're from a perspective of you know behind the Opera House, you'd be able to see both those you know iconic images if you were far enough back from say the Opera House and looking towards where the where the um, where the Harbour Bridge would be. So I mean from that perspective i guess it sort of makes sense um but yeah i I like that it seems like under armor to their credit always try to build something into the Mm. kits that is sydney centric on the home kit that we've that we've obviously replaced now it had the harbor bridge pattern on the side and i think actually come to think of it they had it on all three kits um which is fantastic so it's good when you have a man a kit manufacturer that actually wants to work with the identity of the club rather than just give a blank template to every single club. It gets really boring, really repetitive real quick. Yeah, absolutely. One of the benefits, I think, like you said, of being with a UA rather than potentially with an Adidas or a, or a, or a Nike, you know, who, who tend to focus uh, maybe for a Premier League club, Bundesliga clubs, but yeah, you you don't see too much customization around in in the Australian market for that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I like the home jersey. I think it's a tad simple, a little tad plain. I would have liked to have seen like a little bit of white or something, or something on the collar or the edge. So navy on the sleeve would be nice, yeah. like a little bit. Yeah. yeah, but if they wanted to create a, a nice, inoffensive, non-polarising jersey that the vast majority of the fans and spectators will enjoy, they, they hit the nail on the head. You know, And as we've noticed without the socials and whatnot, Jono, is that it's a very, well, and we are a very family-friendly club, so it's a very family-friendly jersey yeah. that all the girls and boys, you know, primary school and, and beyond will, will love to throw on. So it's I a nice so. But I think, I, think I, think, so. I think we can all agree before we deep dive into the other two that it's a, all three are a step up on last two seasons, you know, the last year's Under Armour ones. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, I I've been hanging out for a sky, new sky blue jersey, um, and like Mariam, I'm just going to buy all three. I think, but um, uh, you're yeah, influenced. Just, yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The uh, the club will be loving to hear this. Um, but, they have uh, afterpay. Say again. I hope they have afterpay. I hope so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. New sponsor. It. New sponsor. Um, so yeah, it's it's. It's simple enough, but it's 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 clean and 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 fresh. And again, you know, talking to most people, uh, and and I think the best word, Sean, that you used is unoffensive. You know, you can't really look at it and say I hate that kit. Mm. Um, it, it, it's it's nice. A bit a bit of um a bit of uh, negative feedback around the size of the sponsor on the front, but um again, I think that actually integrates quite well. Um, despite you know what people might think about about who it is and, and what it is. But um, yeah, some people are saying that they don't want to wear it because they don't want to endorse the star. 
a casino, like uh, wearing a jersey doesn't endorse the stuff, but it's actually a nice logo as far as... Yeah, they, exactly. And they incorporate it, you know, you can get some brands that just want to have a big, massive logo mm. on the kit and don't look to incorporate the actual, um, I guess, colouring of, of mm-hmm. the club. So you just get this god-awful you know, big blob in the in the yeah. middle of your jersey that doesn't even work with the kit. At least every single logo of the star on the front of the kit has been altered depending on what the color yeah, of the it doesn't is. compete with the jersey. Yeah. And we can yeah. it's yeah. better than a it's better than the Webjet logo. Oh yeah. God. That was huge step up. <laughs> huge step up. Yeah, I don't I don't mind the sponsor. Uh, for me it's it's a non issue. Mm. And you guys are right. Yeah, it blends in with the jersey. It doesn't it doesn't seem very offensive or really in your face. You know, you look at MacArthur's New Jersey and you've gone, what the heck is that about? That <laughs> With is their Hulkin, sponsor seriously. just like splashed across. And it, yeah, it, you're right in that it doesn't ruin a nice jersey. Like if you look yeah. at Juve's um, recent kits that they've released, you know, their Jeep yeah. sponsor, the way they changed their Jeep sponsor has just ruined you know, their, their, their kits across the board. And I love Juve and I always love what Adidas do for Juve, mm. but to say that sponsor, you'll get the kit in hand and you've just gone, oh, this is terrible. So, yeah, I don't, for me, the sponsor's a non-issue. I think it looks nice. So we all like the, the, the home kit. Let's move on to the away kit, the Capitano away jersey, a white upper and midsection blending into sky blue lower half, the sublimation of the Opera House sale, a continuation of the first Armour Armour. Under Armour range for Senior C, plus the branded trims are key features of both shirts. Jules, what do you reckon? It's probably, if you wanted to look for the equivalent of our off-season recruitment, this would be <laughs> underwhelming. <laughs> um, it's, look, it's, <laughs> Is it the yeah, Elvis Kemsover? I worked on the free jersey. I've worked, yeah, exactly. If, Kemps, if Elvis Kemsover was a jersey... <laughs> Look, you know what? As much as I, you know, have some some points that I don't like about it, the the one thing I that has sort of stood out for me in a in a positive way is I, I like the gradient design. Like I do like that. We've had that in the past. I think um, seventeen eighteen Champions League kit was that you know gradient sort of design. I thought that was really nice. Uh, FFA um, top one back in. Yep. 18 or 19 or something. I had that. I think so. Yeah. I think it could be earlier because I, I remember Danny De Silva wearing it. So it might be this season mm. before. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Correct me. What don't me. you like about it, Jules? The thing I don't like is it looks like on the sleeves that we have an undershirt under the shirt already. <laughs> so it, it's almost like it, it cuts a little bit midway up, say, where the bicep is. And it looks like mm. it sort of goes in and then. It's almost like an underlayer yeah. on the sleeve, which I don't know. It just looks a little bit weird. I've tried to compare that cut to say the other two jerseys. And I think there's still an element of that in there, but it just seems much more severe on the awake. I don't know why that is, yeah. or if it's just I the bad just angles the, of the photo. Yeah, I hope it's just the photo, just the photography kind of playing tricks on us. Yeah. And I hope so too, because it could be, it could be a nice kit. The only other thing that i don't like about it is the neckline it's it's completely different to the other two jerseys and Mm. i I think the neckline on the other two is a little bit different and probably a lot more complimentary to most people as well i think that will look at that spike kind of v neck yeah yeah absolutely so this one a bit more rounded yeah it just seems a bit yeah well like i said i think i've kicked the boot in yeah, talking talking about the sleeve. So they're saying um, they say in the description that the branded trims are key features of both shirts. When they say branded trims, do they just mean that they've got sponsors on them? Or yeah, I don't understand that. I was going to ask you. Is there little city badges on there? Yeah, I don't know. I I really was confused by that when I read the description. So yeah, that's it. Um, one one thing. Oh, sorry, Jonathan. Yeah, sorry, um, Marion. Before you jump in and, and give your thoughts, um. Yesterday, uh, Tuesday, there was uh, a new A League logo linked, uh, leaked as well, and um, I know that there aren't too many people at, at HQ happy about that. But the jerseys that we're looking at right now aren't going to be the jerseys that we receive, so that's something a little bit, um, a little bit different as well. I mean, look, I'm making an assumption, but 
I think that um, that A League logo on the on the front may look slightly different. Agreed. Yeah, I didn't even um, I didn't even realize that that was going to be the case. Well, you saw what Melbourne City did with their release. I I so I saw that they had covered yeah. yeah that they'd covered the badges with like a splash sort of decal type thing. Um, and I just and I thought that that was just because they wanted to focus solely on the fact that it was a Melbourne City um, shirt release, mm. but I didn't actually realize that was because of the badge changing for the A League. So I. I wasn't even aware it, of that. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting they're doing that. They're the only club that have sort of blocked out that side of the of the mm. kit. But every other, you know, has either, well, mm. Wanderers just had the kappa on the other yeah. side um, and just didn't bother having any logo. And then the, I feel like the rest of the league sort of just adopted, you know, the, the announcements with the current logo that's in. But, yeah. oh, God, I hope that that's just like a template, of, like a first draft of what's come out. Because yeah, it's not great, is it? I think um, I think yeah, I think that's similar feedback to what some of the original uh, original badges might have been too, Jules. But um, yeah. we've I've, I've, I digress. I digress. Marion, what are your um, what are your thoughts on on the away kit? Um, so I slightly disagree with Jules on the neckline because I love a crew neck um, mm-hmm. shirt. I love um, shirts that have a more rounded neckline. Um, as a female, I find the V necks a little bit unflattering. Um, mm-hmm. And I tend not to purchase many jerseys that have a V-neck. Um, I don't really like that neckline very much, but that's just a personal preference, not just for any other reason. Um, and then the sleeves. Um, so, yeah, I'm not too sure about the double, like that underlay, um, but I feel that maybe that could be utilised, you know, if you're going to wear it out, um, that you could style it in that you could roll it up um, and at least the roll sleeve could stay up. Um, so it might look good. And mm-hmm. I feel like that that could be maybe a way around that if it looks pretty in your face because yeah in the photos it does look quite prominent um mm. so I feel like maybe yeah you could style it a little bit if you wanted to with the sleeves but I love the gradient I think we can all I think we've all in agreement about all. the gradient mm. yeah just the gradient really nice. back and Mizajewski back uh, <laughs> now Jonathan this is where I need to correct you for oh, your yeah. pronunciation <laughs> oh come on for your pronunciation, you you guys are the biggest culprits of of this pronunciation of Adrian's name. Sean. And you, Sean and James, have done it on the entire podcast. And someone needs to put you guys in your place. So the Adrian is Adrian, but it's Mujewski. Oh, thank you, Lucy Zellich. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you have to pronounce it correctly, please. Jules, are we? I know you're a German football fan as well, Jules. Not Polish football fan, but German football. No. Has she got a point here, or? Oh, I think yeah. Look, a pronunciation's pretty pretty big, I guess. Look, I don't want yeah, I don't want to obviously kick the boot <laughs> in further, but oh mate, it is it is pretty funny to see. Um, yeah, you guys both go. Oh, come on, come on! What's going on here? No, it's it's um, yeah. it's important. It's very important. Yeah, to absolutely. Be emphasis yeah. on the wrong on the right syllables. That's right. <laughs> Miriam's got a point. Oh yeah, thanks, 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 scene. <laughs> very very good. All right, let's um let's move on and talk about. Uh, I guess, you know, what some might describe as a bit of a holy grail kit. Sexy. Um, it's, and, and, you know, better, before, better we, cool. yeah, <laughs> before we, um, <laughs> before we read the description, just imagine yourself on a, you know, a bit of a, a stormy Sydney night um, around midnight and, and looking up at the sky and, and, and tell us, tell us if this, this revelation from the club is, is what you think. So revealing our new Violet Night Sydney FC alternate kit which draws from Sydney's night sky. The Opera House tile design has a black gradient fading into a midnight plum bottom, which symbolises the Sydney skyline in a thunderstorm, as well as the unique colours of our city's skies. Now that's that's poetry, is it not? That's, that's poetry, is it not? Yeah, yeah. sounds like Speedy wrote that one. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Well, he, he's probably looking for a bit of a gig, so he might be on the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, Description aside, it's a nice description. It's a very nice description. Um, but this kit is is a thing of, of absolute beauty. 
Um, I've not heard a negative uh, word said about it, nor seen on uh, the sometimes um, very, critical, very critical uh, soccer Twitter uh, or elsewhere. Uh, this kit's a winner. Jules, what do you think? Uh, it's, it's, I'll go as far as to say it's one of the nicest kits we've ever had. Um, I think they nailed it, to be honest. It's just beautiful. Um, it's already, it's the first jersey that I pre ordered. My dad actually, um, pinged me and said, how nice is the third kit? You better pre-order it. Otherwise, they're going to sell out. So I don't know no, if he's no. on contract from Under Armour. Then he's just trying to get sales up. But, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, it's it, – I've run out of words to say how nice it is. Um, honestly, so good. How good. And, Mariam, I believe you may or may not be slightly impartial to the colour purple. I love it. I love it so much. So after after seeing um, the German national team um, in some of the international friendlies and seeing Neuer's um, all purple kit, I was just dying. I loved it. I loved it. And then um, Jonathan, I remember we were having a chat about uh, alternate kits and potentially what could be the Sydney FC mm. alternate kit. And I said, imagine if we had a purple kit, but not the colour that I was thinking. I was thinking more purple Neuer, but... This came out and I just, oh, I love it. I love every every bit of it. I love the fact that they've done all white detailing. So they've matched Mm. the badge, the logo. Yeah, the badge is beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, and I think that that's that's the coolest thing about the, um, the third shirt, the alternate shirt, is that, you know, it gives the club an opportunity to really run with the imagination, really do something different. They don't have to stick to the traditional colours, and that's what that third kit is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really excited to see that they went down that path and took the the violet, the dark violet. Um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, when we play against Perth, um, see how good ours are. <laughs> <laughs> to theirs. I, wonder, I wonder who we'll wear this against. Um, City, shouldn't it? It should be just city, mm. shouldn't it? Yeah, be the might, it might be too similar-ish. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe yeah, run it out in an FFA Cup or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe Champions League, potentially, unless they release Champions League ones down the track. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, different sponsor, potentially, yeah. yeah but yeah. It's, um, it, it, it's the kid on everyone's lips, really, guys. Um, as you said, I, I hope Under Armour have... Um, have you know uh, the ability to expand their, their pre-orders because I think they're going to need it. Um, it. It appeals to young, old, male, female, uh, and and every every category. I, I believe um, it's 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 really really strong kit. Um, Sean, anything to add on on this lovely? Oh, look, I'm just I'm admiring it on my phone here, and um, <laughs> funny in the especially the home kit. And also to a lesser degree, the away kit. I was looking for something a little bit more on the collar, a little bit more on the edge of the sleeves. But when it comes to the third kit, I'm like, no, 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 less is more. I'm glad that they went down the same track as the home and the away kit and not put anything on the collar or the edge of the sleeves. And mm, mm. I just I did want to call one bullshit thing. If I can just balance up <laughs> yeah. everyone's too positive, too positive here. <laughs> I think I, I think I can say I'm the oldest one here. I think so. I'll be yeah. Mr. Grumpy. I, I will call bullshit a little bit with the the whole Sydney thunderstorm thing. It's a stretch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even the triangles. I don't. I reckon that obviously they won't come out and say it, and I could just be totally wrong. But I think it's just from the Under Armour, you know, color palette database, and they went, yeah, we we like the, that those triangles, and let's stretch it out to be look like the Opera House. Oh, we like that colour. Yeah, we'll stretch it out to because I'm pretty sure thunderstorms can look like that anywhere else in the world, not just. <laughs> well, maybe. That's, that's that's a good point. I, maybe. You show me uh, next time, Jonathan. Show me a, a purple thunderstorm, but no, I want I want a sunset next year. Sunset. Okay, that's my only gripe. So I think that's a little bit of BS there with the triangles and the thunderstorm being mm. yeah, iconic. But regardless, it's a beautiful jersey, and of the three, that will be definitely the one I purchased within the next seven days. Fantastic, fantastic, guys! Thank you so much for your feedback on on those um, those Sydney FC jerseys. Um, we we can't wait to see them on the playing field. Still, unfortunately, uh, just over a month away at this stage. But before we let you go, yeah, before we let you go, 
Sean, uh, Sean's is surprising back. an old role. <laughs> surprising an old role. Over I'll take off my grumpy hat and um, put on my uh, quiz master hat and yeah. a jersey. Quiz master. Battle of the sectors. Yeah. Jersey quiz question. Master. So uh, we're going to go first to three points. Yeah. And I'll ask the first oh. question to Jules. Well, actually, yeah, I'll go ladies first. Oh, okay, yeah. The first question yeah. to Mariam and the next question to Jules. So we'll alternate questions first to three. All right. Okay. okay. So Got it. You ready, Mariam? <sighs> yes, seen. Sean. <laughs> All right. So, Mariam, kick it off. What is the cost of the this coming season's jersey? Okay. So 110 for adults, um, $30 oh. for customization. So 140 uh, if you get Nick Sorry? No, that's all right. Good. Well done. <laughs> all right. All right. Well yes. done, Mary. One point. I'll keep score. I'll keep score. Oh, no, I've got it. I've got it. I've got you got it? Oh. It's got the pen and paper. Very good. At least, um, at least he can write J and M instead of J and J. I wrote your full name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the last time. He's much more organized than usual, yeah. Mary. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, Jules. <laughs> in order, what are the four kit manufacturers we've had? Uh, Reebok, Adidas, Puma, Under Armour. Very good. Correct. Well done. All right. Now it's going to increase in difficulty now, Mary. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which jersey saw the new A-Lee logo? Oh, <laughs> why did you give me the hard question? New, new, sorry, can I, can I, can I interject? New A-League logo, Sean, or new Sydney FC logo? Oh shit! Yeah, new no new Sydney <laughs> logo. Sorry, I gave you these okay. questions a vet, Jonathan. <laughs> so this is the, that that was on the run sheet, Sean. You didn't read the run Please sheet. Please hold probably, for technical. It is on the run sheet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which jersey saw the new? Okay. Um, I will say 2019-2020. Incorrect. Damn. Yeah. The Puma seventeen eighteen. Oh wow! Really? That yeah. long ago? Oh, year gosh. after record breakers. Yeah. 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 With I that was thinking under paint, uh, line down the middle. Mm. With the navy yes. Flag. Okay. We don't talk about the way that season ended. Either. No, we did not. Well. No. Yeah. Oh, that's Mizuzuki season. Yes. Mm. Was Mizuzuki. Um, all right. <laughs> Who was on the front of? Uh, sorry, I'll read out the actual. Who was the front of jersey sponsor? For the 2009 slash 10 championship win. Uh, Front of Jersey. Oh, Bing, he's, Bing Lee. He's looking, Bing at Lee. His kit, he's looking at his kit collection. <laughs> That's not fair. That's no, not fair. so there's there's some interjection here, Jules. There's, I, I think, Sean, oh. you, you might have to rule on this one. JVC, if it's the away. No, so incorrect. So Ooh. it was the away, but it was Sony. Oh. Uh, that's the kit before. That's yeah. the 0809. There you yeah. go. So Sony was the uh, yeah that the white kit, the white kit with yes. the shoulders and uh, yeah that's something I actually learned from Sean's trivia as well. <laughs> there you go. All right, that was uh, Marion. Okay. Uh, in the first four seasons worth of jerseys, what color do we see? But we haven't seen in a long time in our jerseys. Much to the disappointment of a few. I would say it's that um, orange, orangey coral colour. Correct. Well done. Yay. Very good. Yeah, some Very people good. are quite averse to seeing orange. Some people thought you might have seen orange. I or- like it. I, yeah. I think it's a I nice accent. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind if they brought it back. Yeah. Mm. I liked it on the um, the Adidas one-off community kit with the collar. Oh, um, yeah. That was that was. We that must was never speak of that jersey. Oh, that's... that's- <laughs> That's that's one you want, Mariam. That's one not, that's, not in that's your collection. One, that's one I, fit- I would give my kidney for. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you've tried to you said I think you've um, messed me on Instagram before and said if you ever want to part ways with that jersey, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I can part ways that's, with a kidney. That's, no. that's yeah. I'd rather part one. ways with a kidney than that jersey. <laughs> uh, Jules, here's another front of jersey sponsor question for you. Ooh. What was the original? Front of Jersey sponsor in our inaugural season. Healthy. Correct. Healthy. Very good. Uh, two, two. And back to Mariam. Uh, in 2013-14, Adidas did our jersey. All right. Where did its logo sit on the jersey? 
Um, I'm going to say right underneath the collar of the top. I'll give. I, I won't give you an extra point if you can tell me what shape it was sitting within. <laughs> what shape it was sitting within? You won't give her an extra point. No. What did wait? Okay. Sorry. Yeah, you're correct. It was sitting inside a. a <laughs> oh, the, okay. <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on there. Back oh, to his old. Back to his old ways. Okay. So that's uh, that's three for Mariam. So Jules, you have to get this to yeah, stay in the case. The pressure's on. Like a, I think yeah. pressure's on Jules. It's like a penalty shootout of. It is nightmares. Name the five wannabe models of this year's kit. God. Haristadulu, um, Ninkovic, Retre. Uh, There's one more girl, one more boy. Yeah. Caceres? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm going to get stumped on the, you got one on the dub girl. player. I'm going to get stumped on the dub player. Um I'm going to stay Tobin, but it's wrong. Pick me, pick me. Can I get an extra point? It is not Natalie Tobin, Mariam. Allie Green. Allie Green. Good Yeah. Mariam's the winner. The official. Nice one. Well played, both of you. Well played, both of you. That's uh, that's good trivia, Sean. Thank you. There was five more questions in case. That was a tiebreaker. Do you want to redeem yourself on one more question, Jules? Just <laughs> Mate, I'm going to have to. Otherwise, I'm going to get absolutely ribbed. I can't be have 30-something jerseys and then nah, King just... and Queen. King and Queen. No, no, no. I mean, like, just getting questions wrong. Oh, fair play, Marin. Like, she smashed me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Sean, you got a bonus question just for Jules? Yeah. Look, this, this has got one of three answers. So, Ooh. I'm helping you out here, mate. Name it here. <laughs> Name a year that there was a collar on our jersey. Like oh, 13, 14, 14? Well, yeah, yeah. So you had 11, 12, 12, 13, or 13 and 14. Those three out of those four years that we had added us. Ah, very yeah. good. So you got it right. Yeah. Nice. Well done, Jules. There you go. Redeemed. Still lose. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. We'll, um, we'll leave it there. Um, guys, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Um, it's, been, it's been an absolute ball and it's always a bit easier when the kits are, uh, that are produced are that beautiful. So uh, if you're listening to this podcast, make sure you do go out, pre-order your kits just in case. I, I think that Violet one is going to sell out uh, very, very quickly. Mariam Chiquet and Julian Baumbach, thanks so much for joining Sky Blue Stories. And we'll, you're welcome back anytime at all. Thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate it. Had so much fun. And thanks, Jules. It was really nice to actually ah, meet you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. Likewise. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, all the best. Yeah.